Well, my Pachos Chachos, welcome back to another week. Sorry I missed an episode last week, but as you know, life always interferes with life. But we go on. This week I want to talk about what's happening with Taiwan and China, because I find it very interesting what's happening. As far as I'm concerned, this is history repeating itself. If we go back to World War I, when the Hungarian Archbishop Ferdinand was assassinated, the continent of Europe very quickly fell into two sides. The Allies, and I believe during the World War I, it was the Prussians. And... Because of the assassination, other countries had to get involved because of alliances made between countries. So kind of like a big brother joining another country that might be smaller, saying, if anybody messes with you, we have your back. And because of that domino effect then, because if I have your back and other countries have pledged allegiance to me, then if I go to war, they are also pulled into war. And so all of Europe then got yanked into a world war. And because it involves so many countries, that is, of course, why it was named as such. And so I wonder if right now that is happening all over again. So China wants Taiwan, has already declared that it belongs to them. And for a long time, we had something called the One China uh, perspective or mentality where Taiwan was already part of China. And we didn't really um, proclaim their independence. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but during the times of the BLM riots, there was a uh, an owner or a head coach or somebody who wore a shirt, right, that said, I stand with Taiwan. And he was shunned. I mean, I think even baby Bron Bron got involved in the altercation and shamed him publicly that he shouldn't speak about things, you know, being ignorant. <laughs> Talk about calling the kettle black. But uh, he got in super trouble, you know, because you can't condemn China for, you know, putting its military pressures upon Taiwan and its sovereignty. And, you know, as far as Taiwan is concerned, they are not part of China. They have sovereignty. They are independent. And thank goodness, because the majority of our super microprocessing, you know, computer chips are finalized in Taiwan. And so... You know, if China owned it, then we probably wouldn't get any of it, and we would pretty much stagnate in our technology, unable to uh, compete then with, obviously, the other countries that are in bed, so to speak, with China, and would thus receive all of those benefits too, uh, the supercomputer chips included. And so, you know, I, I look back at history, and... I think, you know, who then is the big brother of Taiwan? Now, most people would say the United States, but I don't necessarily think that's true. I think Japan, being in the region and also threatened by China, would make more sense. 
And so Japan has pledged its allegiance to Taiwan. And so if China starts any altercation, then Japan, out of those allegiances, must join, right? If they don't, if they renege on that contract, then what country would ever trust Japan? And what country then would back Japan? So they will have to do as their honorable culture um, requires and have Taiwan's back and fight for its sovereignty. And then the interesting part then is, well, who is Japan's elite, uh, you know, uh, big brother? And that's where we come in, in the United States. We are very good friends, at least at the moment, until Biden ruins that like he did Saudi Arabia. But, you know, we're really good friends right now with Japan. And so when Japan goes to defend Taiwan, we will also be pulled in because we will have to defend Japan. And so it causes uh, quite a conundrum for us. So, you know, because again, who would believe? in our allegiance in any contracts. I mean, things are already pretty rocky on the foreign front for our country. We have lost Saudi Arabia to China because of our stance with Iran, as well as wanting to push the rainbow down their throats, which I'm sorry, but not every country uh, agrees with that ideology. Um, and they are, you know, they're, they're their own sovereign country. They deserve to have the right to decide what they want their culture to look like. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the point, uh, you know, so the United States will have to do as we have promised. And so that's going to pull in then the rest of our allies and yet again, a World War III. Um, already, Russia is talking with China. We've lost Saudi Arabia and Iran because of our talks with nuclear, you know, um, weaponry with Iraq. I don't know why Joe Biden wants to insist on doing that, but that's the road he's taken us down. You know, and I mean, it's terrible. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, let's say we don't do anything and we allow China to take Taiwan. I mean, one, we look super weak. We no longer then become... Uh, the leader of the world, right? We lose that ownership. We lose the big brother and who replaces us, you know, that becomes China. And I mean, if you go back to the world, the, the Cold War that the United States had after World War II with Russia, uh, an ideology of communism versus democracy, I mean, this is the same thing, except don't call it Russia, call it China. They're pushing that ideology and, I mean, now they're getting the countries that have money and oil and OPEC because, you know, the way we burned bridges with Saudi Arabia, they're not going to pump any extra oil. And so it's only going to go more. And, I mean, I hope this guy gets his head out of his katukas and, you know, starts making us independent upon our own energy again, like we used to under the prior administration. But... I really doubt that's going to happen because he could have done that three years ago and we would be in a much better situation. You know, and then you have to think, why now? You know, why is China doing this now? I mean, it's been a long time that they wanted Taiwan. And again, it goes back to the fecklessness of the leadership. I mean, Joe Biden is a weak president, even if he is the next nominee and it's Trump, even you anti-Trumpers who hated Trump more than you like Joe Biden. So you voted for him. 
I mean, look at what you've done to the country. Are you really telling me you're going to do the same thing? You're going to hand over another four years to the oldest president we've ever had, and I'm sorry to say the worst president we've ever had? We lose Afghanistan. We had a minimal amount of military there. We had it under control for 20 years. Girls and women were allowed to get educated, go to school publicly, go out in the streets like a free person. There were women holding federal uh, judge positions. It was incredible. And then what did this guy do in his first year of president? He hands over the country to a bunch of illiterate hashish-smoking junkies that were hiding in caves and leaves them 80 billion with a B as in boy worth of military equipment, technology, aircraft, ammunition, I mean, and, and also cost the lives of 13 soldiers, which could have been preventable. The, the penitentiary that these amateurs released before taking over Kabul, one of those escapees, it was the suicide bomber. Had he still been in the penitentiary, those men would have gone home and been able to hug their children in the classroom in one of those beautiful videos that always makes me cry. But instead, it has to be the folded flag handed to the wife and child, which always makes me cry. So I'm a little concerned, you know, and then you go to those articles that talk about what we actually found in those Chinese balloons. There weren't any pictures. They weren't sending graphics. They were taking electrical readings. Where are our grids, electrical vehicles, building generators and such? That makes me a little concerned. It kind of reminds me of the Matrix with the electric magnetic pulse. You know, if you land a missile at the right place, you can wipe out, what, 50, 150 mile radius power grids that will take 6 to 12 months to repair. I mean, if you thought we were crazy during COVID, imagine the madness and the desperation, the violence and the crime that will come when huge metropolises of millions of people are in blackout. Blackout means no refrigerators and freezers, no convenience stores, no electricity, no heating, no AC, gone. Communication lines, satellites, towers, gone. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. And I, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I mean, I can't predict the future. Nobody can. If they could, please give me their number. I've got some uh, lotto tickets I'd like to purchase in the near future. <laughs> but in all sincerity, I mean, it's the reality of the situation. And that's really all I wanted to present. My perspective on it is that in 2024, you independents and even you centrist leftists need to start making a better decision. Stop voting a party line and start looking at the issues that are inundating our country. The perversions, 
like the Dalai Lama asking a nine-year-old to suck his tongue like a pedo pervert. This is insane. The pornography, the graphic novel pornography in classrooms and the psychos who are trying to defend it. All of these psychotic narcissists who think the world revolves around them and their pronouns. The drag queen perversions strutting in front of children. Have you seen the episode of Candace Owens showing the Dutch TV show where kids 10 and 12 are exposed to adult transgendered nudity? And one of the girls in the clip says, at first I was like, wow, but then I was like, oh, that's pretty normal. And boom, that's the point. Exactly. A little kid thinks that's pretty normal. You can change the culture, you can change a generation, and you can change a country. And that's the point. Make no mistake of it. None of this is by accident. This is all calculated. And it's being funded by China on top of it. TikTok is a different version in this country than it is there. They get educational, we get pornographic and drug-sponsored. They get masculine, testosterone-inducing curriculum for their boys to make them strong. And we tell ours that they could probably look really good in some stilettos and a miniskirt. It's insane. And I want you to know my pachos chachos because I love you. But anyway, I don't want to be too much of a downer. I hope you have a wonderful week. Pray. Remember... Whatever happens here in the material world, we know how the story ends. We know what happens when we give our final breath. There is life ever after. Get your soul in check. And don't worry about what happens here. Pray, be hopeful, change what you can change, and that's in your immediate environment. Clean your room. (laughs) Clean your room, like Jordan Peterson would tell you. And uh, Sorry, JP, I I hope that doesn't offend you. Um... And have a wonderful week. God bless you. Talk to you later.